Arjuna was told to shoot the arrows along with shooting the arrows person is supposed to remember krishna also ma tasmas and how he is supposed to remember when he is supposed to remember whatever activity he is doing sarva tasmas sarveshu kaleshu at all times without exception whatever activity you are doing ma manusmar you should be thinking of me so shri prabhupada explains so thinking of krishna is very important Although Krishna is in the background of entire war, Lord Krishna is present personally on the chariot with Arjuna. So Krishna is in the background of entire fighting. He is there with Arjuna. Still, Arjuna is being requested by Krishna, ordered by Krishna. Ma manusmar yudhyacha sarveshu kaleshu. At all times, think of me. This is yoga practice. So a devotee sees Krishna externally as well as sees Krishna internally also. always he is supposed to see krishna so this thinking of krishna is very very important so if the mind is not controlled mind is going here and there only we are shooting arrows then that does not become very advanced form of yoga although shooting arrows on the order of krishna is the beginning of yoga but then we have to control our mind and uh, practice thinking of krishna also and how to think of krishna now we can tell uh, my mind is unbridled it is not possible for me then to perfect yoga no everyone's mind is unbridled a small child is not born usually exceptions are there shukdev goswami was there four kumaras are there narad muni are there but they are very rare people are born in ignorance with unbridled uncontrolled mind but the treatment is there to control a mind tame a mind and make it perfectly under control and what is the treatment shila prabhupada explains in the first line the supreme personality of god it declares that one who does not accept the proper treatment to detach the mind from material engagement can hardly achieve success in self realization so what is the treatment the treatment is to detach the mind from material engagement why the mind is disturbed because the mind is attached to some gross or subtle sense objects 
if the mind is attached to certain kind of food item that food item is not there or the food is not rightly cooked the mind is disturbed or you are thinking when will i will i will i get that food or if you did not get or the food was not nicely prepared then we are lamenting so in this way because the mind is attached to the sense object of tongue the mind becomes disturbed mind goes in the future when will i have that food or in the present the mind laments if it is not right so in this way mind becomes disturbed similarly for uh, ears for nose for skin for all the sense objects if we are attached to anything that is a cause of all disturbance of mind so that is why mind should be detached from material engagement but mind and senses need some engagement they should be engaged in the service of krishna so if a person is not practicing this proper treatment he is not accepting and that is detachment of the mind and how do we practice detachment detachment for the general impersonalist yogi who has no knowledge about the personality of god god is a person having senses form and all the opulences for them detachment is very difficult they are supposed to stop the activities of the senses do not see do not hear do not that, that is very tough but we don't stop the activities of the senses we engage senses in positive activities so that is easy process especially for the people in kaliyuga as well as the most powerful process than what the other impersonalist yogis follows so easy does not mean it will not fetch a sufficient result the process is also easy and the results are also topmost but the only difficulty is trying to find the right means having the right guidance of a pure devotee of krishna who can teach us how to engage senses in the service of krishna so somehow or the other if a person is able to find the pure devotee of god then this process is possible otherwise this process of bhakti yoga is not possible by simply reading books by chanting god's name also directly without coming in touch taking shelter of a pure devotee of krishna that is why prabhupad uh, lord krishna tells in bhagavad gita how to read bhagavad gita we have seen in the fourth chapter pranipaten pariprashnena sevaya pranipat means complete surrender prakrashta rupena nipat we offer dandavats complete we fall down in front of spiritual master krishna that means i am completely surrendered so pranipaten a complete surrender is required to spiritual master and krishna tells you do like this then only you will get the knowledge pranipatena then you inquire first of all completely surrender find out use your intelligence use your hearing process reading power to understand where i can find a person whom i can completely surrender and then completely surrender and then question by engaging in seva service in this way the knowledge of bhagavad gita is revealed spiritual knowledge is revealed it is not like mundane material knowledge where by reading books or hearing some lectures impersonally without pleasing the teacher a person can get it here without pleasing spiritual master lord krishna explains there is no other way yasya prasadat bhagavat prasado yasya prasadan nagati kutu api so disciple should be eager to understand what is the desire of my spiritual master and then try to fulfill that desire and please the spiritual master by the pleasure of spiritual master entire vedic knowledge is revealed to the disciple so a person should try to find uh, a spiritual master take this proper treatment and the treatment is detachment of the mind from material engagement engaging the mind in service of krishna so when arjuna saw this 
that such mind control is required here krishna is not explaining bhakti yoga but explaining the process of uh, ashtanga yoga which is very tough so then arjuna expressed his inability that krishna i cannot follow this and i or any devotee may fall down following this process it is so tough so arjuna is asking the question here arjuna uvacha ayati shraddhayopeto yoga chalitamanasah aprapya yoga samsiddhim kamgatim krishna gachhati arjuna said what is the destination kam gatim krishna gachhati gati means destination of the man of faith who does not persevere who in the beginning takes to the process of self realization but who later desists due to worldly mindedness and thus does not attain perfection in mysticism so as we saw previously determination perseverance is very much required because a person will commit mistakes maya will test as soon as a person decides i will now follow nicely advance in spiritual consciousness immediately maya will put stumbling blocks will try to block by giving various allurements or some other difficulties so arjuna is asking who in the beginning takes to the process of self realization but later desists due to worldly mindedness and thus does not attain perfection what is the destination this is a natural question many people ask that prabhu if what happens if i do not enjoy life also nicely i am controlling my tongue restraining all my other senses spiritual life is also not perfect and uh, material enjoyment i have left so what will happen to me kachinno bhaya vibhrishtash chinna bhram iva nashyati apratishtho mahabaho vimudo brahmanapathi oh mighty am krishna does not such a man being deviated from the path of transcendence perish like a riven cloud with no position in any sphere so prabhupad is explaining there are two ways to progress those who are materialists have no interest in transcendence therefore they are more interested in material advancement by economic development or in promotion to the higher planets by appropriate work now this current civilization does not have knowledge that you can go to other planets just like the aboriginals in the jungle may not have knowledge of cities and the luxuries of city similarly there are many many opulences in other advanced planets and those people who have knowledge they work in such a manner so that they are promoted to those planets but others less intelligent they work for economic development in this planet only when one takes to the path of transcendence one has to cease all material activities and sacrifice all forms of so called material happiness if the aspiring transcendentalist fails then he apparently loses both ways in other words he can enjoy neither material happiness nor spiritual success he has no position he is like a riven cloud so arjuna is expressing the mind of a common man that i could not attain spiritual perfection could not enjoy material world also then uh, is that situation not like like that of a riven cloud riven cloud means a small piece of cloud which got disassociated from the cloud body now unless there is sufficient mass of cloud collected together it doesn't condense as rainfall 
So a small cloud, it could not attach itself to the mass of cloud, will not come down as rain, neither it could remain with the clouds. So it remains floating in the sky somewhere without any association of clouds or sky or that of earth. So this question is very important. And Arjuna is asking, Etan me sanshayam krishna chetum arhasya sheshataha twad anyaha sanshayasyasya cheta nahi upapadyate. This is my doubt, O Krishna, and I ask you to dispel it completely. But for yourself, no one is to be found who can destroy this doubt. So this is important question and we all consider this in any attempt. If a person is working very hard, appearing for an examination, he's, he has worked very hard, but suppose he does not clear the cutoff, then what is his future? What is the other option? So any person should be worried. I have worked very hard in this endeavor. Now what I'm supposed to do? So such stoppage of spiritual life, incompletion of spiritual life is called fall down. Yoga chalita manasaha. The unbridled mind, because of worldly mindedness, sometimes it pulls a yogi down in his spiritual life. And Prabhupada tells we should be very, very careful. We are following the rules and regulations nicely, but we may not fall down. And a fall down means a gap of millions of life. Some fortunate people may get chance immediately. Some others may have to wait for many, many lives also. So it is very, very risky business. So today we will try to understand about a person, a sage who was very, very powerful. And he also suffered from a fall down in his spiritual life. So this is very, very old story. In the family of Maharaj Ikshvaku came a very great uh, King. His name was Yuvanashva. And Maharaj Yuvanashva, he was desiring a child. But by the will of providence, he was unsuccessful. He married 100 wives, but none of the wives could give King a child. So he became frustrated and he went into jungle along with all his wives and he became very depressed. So there he met some Brahmanas. And by the mercy of the Brahmanas, they organized an Indriyagya for the king. So this Indriyagya is very, very suitable for getting a son, getting a child. So they organized Indriyagya and then they got, uh, by their mystic power, finally sanctified water, which the wives of the king were supposed to drink. And thus they'll be able to beget a child. But somehow, in the middle of night, king became very, very thirsty. In order to quench his thirst, he went to the place of sacrifice and all the Brahmanas were taking rest at that time. So he thought, what to do now? And he was very thirsty. He started looking for water and then he found water and drank it, the same water which the wise were supposed to drink. And in the morning when the sages got up and they found the water pot empty, alas, they told, where has the water gone? And then they discovered the king drank the entire water. So they understood this will of providence is very strange. 
nobody can stop what the supreme personality of god it desires to do and thus they offered respects to the supreme personality that how much ever you try krishna's plan only will unfold as per his desires so the king drank the water now king uh, will become pregnant instead of wife so it was very difficult situation and the king actually became pregnant also and uh, eventually he gave birth from the lower right abdomen bhagavatam mentions and somehow because he was having the blessings of brahmanas if there are blessings of great personalities a person can be safe from such accidents so he did not die uh, but he gave birth to a child from the lower right abdomen by the mercy of brahmanas he was saved and then this king who took birth from yuvanashwa he became known as the great king mandhata mandhata was very very powerful king and again the same word is used which was used for maharaj amrish saptadweep avanim avanim is this planet which has got saptadweep seven islands he was the lone ruler of the entire planet so thus we understand how geography was very very clear this earth has got seven islands the seven continents it was clear and mandhata was a sole ruler with no competitor at all and he was so powerful king that the name is mentioned the rogues thieves and other decoits like ravana they were also very much scared because of the presence of mandhata on the planet so ravana was so powerful lord ramchandra came to kill him but ravana was very scared of mandhata so human being also can become very very powerful so this king mandhata had got three sons and 50 daughters and all these 50 daughters got married to the sage sobhari the great sage sobhari why a sage sadhu will marry so many wives yes so this happened because of the spiritual fall down so once it so happened sobhari muni was meditating in so this mandhata was ruler of uh, the entire planet capital was mathura because he was a great devotee of krishna by the potency bestowed upon him by krishna he was able to keep ravana and all such rogues away so all these uh, devotees of krishna they are always knowing this is the place of krishna's eternal pastime whenever lord krishna appears he appears here so all the yadus that is why they were making the capital as mathura and king mandhata being a great devotee he was also ruling from mathura and sage sobhari was meditating in the waters of yamuna which flows through mathura vrindavan and just imagine such a powerful sage as you would have seen in the creative that he is sitting within water and uh, some water uh, plantation is growing from his body so just imagine he would have been sitting for a very very long time so yogis were so very much powerful they would meditate uh, on top of mountains when it is temperature is in negative and they would meditate deep within the water also so deep within the water many yogis would do there are prachetas another pure devotee set of pure devotees who by the mercy of lord shiva so many people tell no prabhu i am devotee of lord shiva so how do i chant krishna's name so you please ask them request them uh, because we have many devotees of lord shiva in our country so you ask them yes you are uh, devotee of lord shiva devotee means you should obey the instructions of lord shiva 
Has Lord Shiva told anywhere in any scripture, please chant my name? Has Lord Shiva recommended anywhere any kind of worship? Then you should follow that. Has Lord Shiva recommended any kind of process? Then you should follow that. Lord Shiva never recommends Sarudharman Parityajya Mamekam Sharanam Raja surrender only unto me. Rather, when Mother Parvati asked Lord Shiva, Aradhananam Sarvesham, so many Aradhanas are there, which Aradhana to do? So he told Aradhananam Sarvesham, Vishnu Aradhanam Param. Among all the Aradhanas worshipped, Lord Vishnu has to be worshipped. That is a topmost worship. And Lord Shiva, when the Prachetas were worshipping him, and those people who worship Lord Shiva, not for any material benefit, material benefit he gives very easily because Lord Shiva is Vaishnavanam Yatha Shambhu. He is the perfect Vaishnava. And he is always meditating. We see Lord Shiva is meditating. He is meditating upon Lord Sankarshan, expansion of Lord Krishna within his heart always. And Lord Sankarshan only expands as Anantashesh, as very great snake incarnation having many, many hoods which support all the material universes. And thus, because he is a uh, devotee of Lord Sankarshan, in order to remember him as a symbolism, he is carrying snake around his neck. This is the meaning why Lord Shiva carries snake. He is devotee of the biggest snake, original snake, Anandshesh, who is expansion of Lord Sankarshan. So Lord Shiva is always meditating upon Lord Sankarshan within his heart. So if you ask for material desires, he doesn't wish to get interrupted in his meditation but because he has come in this material world one of the assigned responsibilities to fulfill material desires also so very quickly if anybody calls him it is a dis disturbance in his meditation so immediately goes and gives okay please do not disturb me go away but if a person is sincere and sincerely asks lord shiva please tell me what is the absolute truth what is the aim of life then lord shiva guides appropriately. So Lord Shiva, that is why has got a bona fide displic succession, just like we come in the displic succession of Lord Brahma. Lord Shiva also has got a bona fide Guru Shishya Parampara, which is called Rudra Sampradaya. And uh, in Rudra Sampradaya, Lord Krishna is giving Vishnu mantra only. He is giving mantra not about chanting his name, but about chanting the names of Lord Vishnu. But nevertheless, there are some uh, people who worship Lord Shiva and they are not satisfied by that worship. Ravana offered his head to Lord Shiva, who can be a greater devotee than Ravana, but now Ravana was not satisfied in his life. So we are coming from God. We are always connected to God. So that is why by serving God, we'll be satisfied automatically. So in this way, we can understand whom we are eternally related to. By satisfying that person, we should automatically become satisfied. So you go and finding, keep on serving the people. Service of that person will satisfy when you are completely satisfied. Then you should understand that he is God. So thus we can see all the devotees who are having material desires, who are having spiritual desires, or who are having desire of moksha, impersonal liberation. All of them, they got engaged in service of Lord Krishna and got perfectly satisfied. Thus, we can understand Lord Krishna only is the absolute truth, God. So like Pracheta, Sobhari Muni also was meditating in the water, in the river. And suddenly he saw two fishes copulating in the water. 
and then his mind also got agitated and he developed desire i also want to enjoy like this physical pleasures and immediately sobhari muni came out of water and then mathura uh, he went to the king of mathura and then he desired that uh, king i want to marry one of your daughters you are having so many daughters give one daughter to me now the king mandhata became perplexed although mandhata was very very powerful he cannot deny a brahmana and the brahmanas are more powerful than any, any powerful king and he understood now this brahmana has come who is a great yogi and uh, if he becomes angry then anything can happen if he curses i am destroyed so the king uh, in a very tricky way he told uh, yes you want the hand of my daughter so all my daughters are free to marry the person they like so you can kindly visit my daughters and uh, i have given them freedom to choose their husband so sobhari muni understood that i am an old man and my skin has become very thin and my hairs have turned gray and my head is also always trembling it is not stable he became very old moreover i am a yogi girls do not like yogis just like vedavyas also when he came down in order to beget child then uh, all those princesses they became very much disturbed ambika ambalika so one closed her eyes another turned pale because the yogis don't care for material appearance of the body they are sitting in the jungle and always enjoying relishing the pleasures within so he understood now which daughter will choose me such a yogi old man my head is trembling but he was a very powerful yogi so he told okay the king is trying to smart me out so by my yogic powers i will take a form that even celestial beauties will be attracted towards me what to speak of these material beauties here what to speak of any earthly princesses so by his yogic power immediately he became a very very attractive powerful young man and then along with the messenger of the king he was allowed to enter the palace where all the princesses were living and when those princesses saw this very beautiful young man all of them desired to marry not one all of them they desired i want to marry and uh, actually they started fighting <laughs> they forgot all the sisterhood and they thought he will uh, accept one of us as so it started fighting he is not fit for you he is fit for me or i am fit for him so this is how we see is the nature of so called love in this material world so love is based on body so the same yogi had he gone in old body none of the princesses would have accepted i don't want to marry this old man the head is wobbling and <clears throat> he is very skinny person with gray hairs thin body ugly body but when he became very attractive simply changed his dress now also we are changing bodies anyway changing and with the help of medical science now people are able to change the genders also man is becoming woman woman is becoming man they are able to put some hormones and change the structure of the body gender of the body so all this can be done by mantras also so there is a siddhi which uh, yogis and denizens of higher planets have they can take any form that they like so sobhari muni also being a powerful yogi he took this form and thus we see so called love they started getting so that is why all these things which people are dying for love and when there is no love they actually die, they die they commit suicide and become depressed so all these things are not worthy of 
happiness or depression all these subject are subject matters of illusion just like you are sitting in a car somebody comes and loves your car so then that is foolishness you may become happy that the person is loving me no simply loving your car or dress you go in another car another dress they will not even identify that is what happens here we simply love machines all that we see around us are machines these different machines the rider of the machines we have never seen so this is the illusion of this material world and all these princesses they fell for the illusion i will marry i will marry and eventually all of them married and he became okay i will accept 50 wives not one wife now so he accepted all 50 of them and uh, then the sobhri muni he by his yogic powers mandhata was king of entire planet just imagine his opulence but when mandhata saw the palace which sobhri muni produced out of his yogic powers he was bewildered so just like here also there is a science by which you can produce things uh you put one brick over other and then a palace will come out like that so this is manual endeavors similarly by mantrik endeavor simply by chanting some mantras the same effect can be produced so by the power of his mantras he could produce wonderful palace having many many lakes gardens and having many maid servants well decorated man servants and mandhata when he came there his pride got completely smashed he was thinking i am king of planet most opulent and when he saw the opulence of this yogi he he completely surrendered and all his pride was banished so this is the power of yogis so they are interested in spiritual life but if they want they can produce unlimited material opulences which the greatest materialist of this world also cannot think so thus by external appearance a person should not think that spiritualist is very poor poverty stricken not performing no they voluntarily accept poverty because when a person is poor he practices his dependence upon krishna so this is very very important we have to practice depending upon krishna when a person sees that uh, i am not having any money i am not having people around me but still i am being taken care every day i am being fed then he develops de- dependence upon krishna his faith increases when you have money you will think oh my money is feeding me my money is protecting me or people are around me are protecting me so let me have more of people and money around me we will never develop faith on god so sobhri muni produced this wonder and maharaj mandhata was awestruck seeing that opulence and anyway sobhri muni continued living in the palace and then bhagavatam describes a very beautiful shloka which i would like to share with you this is from ninth canto of bhagavatam in which pastimes of lord ramchandra are also there it mentions evam graheshvabhirato vishayan vividhai sukhaye sevamano na chatushyad ajyastokairivanalaha so we all experience krishna consciousness and we want to share this knowledge of krishna consciousness but somehow the people whom we want to share with they don't develop faith and they tell it is something imagination or who has seen it and ask so many other questions so this is how we should preach those people so this very nice shloka evam graheshu abhirato in this way sobhri muni graheshu abhirato enjoyed sense gratification in the material world vishayan vividhay sukhay vishay means sense object vivid means of various varieties sukhay 
he enjoyed the happiness derived from various kinds of sense objects you can just imagine he is richer than the richest person on the planet richer than the king of the emperor of the planet what would be the opulence we think of getting some opulence in our life some power in our life he is more powerful and opulent than the king of entire planet whom even ravana was scared of sevamano na chatushyad ajisto karivanalaha oh he must be having a wonderful life let me also follow yoga and have 50 wives or husbands with me and enjoy nicely with them will this satisfy us so it is told sevamano na chatushya sevamana means enjoying na cha atushyat atushyat means tushya means satisfaction atushyat means dissatisfaction so even though he had 50 wives not 1 2 3 or 4 and what kind of wives extremely qualified intelligent and beautiful wives they were daughters of king very well trained most beautiful on planet but still he was not satisfied atushyat with the most beautiful wives with having a very healthy body very strong body very intelligent body powerful body he could produce any material comforts having unlimited servants and opulences atushyat he was not satisfied why he was not satisfied not satisfied the reason is given in the last line aaj stokair ivanalaha aaj stokai means by the drops of butter eva means like analaha means fire if you put drops of butter onto the fire then what will happen the fire will only increase this is the way of material life the material desires are like fire which burn the living entity and we get disturbed by such burning desires of the heart and we want to satisfy we want to get rid of that burning of the heart so we take some sense objects what happens with the sense objects the fire the burning of the heart only increases one cigarette two cigarette 10 cigarettes 20 cigarettes 6 hours sleep 8 hours sleep 10 hours sleep 12 hours sleep let me keep on sleeping and like this for all the pleasures the fire increases 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 aaj jis to kai ivan alay so this every materialist has experience that is why we can tell okay you do not understand spiritual life completely but please understand whatever you are doing makes Z E R O zero sense because you are trying to satisfy yourself, but it only this material enjoyment only increases the hankering, increases dissatisfaction in our life. Just like putting butter drops in the fire, this is the sum and substance of material life. This one line is sufficient to summarize, and uh, people attend various seminars about goal setting to do proper goal setting to give proper direction. to give right career counseling this thing is sufficient that whatever career you may choose whatever so called satisfaction you may attain you will not be satisfied it will be just like putting butter drops on fire aaj is to ka ivan alah so thus it is very simple entire material world is running on hallucination although they see that it is like that my desires only increase but they don't understand so we can see from the example of sobhari muni one of the opulent persons planet has seen he was not satisfied we can see from our life also the same thing so in this way if we preach by praying to krishna fortunately some sense may strike the people who have not turned their face towards spiritual life that material enjoyment material objects they only increase this burning of the heart 
so sobhari muni was not satisfied sakadachit upasina atma pahanavamatmanah dadarsha bahav vicharyo mena sanga samuthitam there after one day while sobhari muni who was expert in chanting mantras was sitting in a secluded place he thought to himself about the cause of his fall down which was that so sobhari muni was thinking that what happened i was so nicely practicing meditation deep within the water bed and what i have created all this is creating so much of dissatisfaction in my life so then he started wondering why why this has happened and then he remembered because mean sangaha mean mean means fishes i saw two fishes enjoying within water and this i developed uh, this desire so sobhari muni tells oh alas how i have destroyed my life i was so nicely advancing for a long time i was situated on the brahma platform on amazing austerities and i fell down from that spiritual platform so why this happened because i saw two fishes copulating with each other that is why in the bhagavatam it is mentioned nishkinchananam bhagavat bhajanon mukhasya nishkinchanasya bhagavat bhajanon mukhasya paramparor jigmishor bhavasagarasya so all those people who are nishkinchana nishkinchan means something nishkinchan means nothing who have no material desires bhagavat bhajanon mukhasya they have oriented themselves to engage in the service of krishna paramparam jigmishor bhavasagarasya paramparam they want to cross param jigmishor bhavasagar bhavasagar means this material world is compared to an ocean in this ocean a person is this called bhavasagar bhav means to become uh, we keep on becoming different things animal man fish cat dog devta demon so this is called bhavasagar in this ocean we are suffering param param jigmishor bhavasagarasya who has decided to cross this material ocean by engaging himself in the service of krishna it is told sandarshanam vishainam athyoshitam cha association with a materialist who is very attracted very much attracted captivated by the opposite gender it is ha hanta hanta vishbhakshano apyasadhu ha hanta hanta vishbhakshanam it is like consuming poison ha hanta hanta alas vishbhakshano apyasadhu this is very very bad one should never do that so who is attracted to opposite sex opposite gender practically every materialist so that is why association of materialist is prohibited and chaitanya mahaprabhu very strictly exhibited in his own life chaitanya mahaprabhu he had a very great devotee king his name was maharaj pratap rudra maharaj pratap rudra was so powerful that he was ruling odisha even though the pathans muslims were all around they had captured the country but he by the dint of his being devotee of lord jagannath lord chaitanya mahaprabhu he was very powerful he was able to ward off all these invaders and he desired that uh, he requested associates of mahaprabhu please let me have darshan of mahaprabhu mahaprabhu refused i cannot see a materialist the kings because they are usually materialist they live amidst lot of sense objects 
so anybody who is very fond of enjoying sense objects especially who is very much attracted with the opposite sex it is told don't associate with such people ha hanta hanta vish bhakshan it is like consuming poison so that is why association of materialist is very very bad sobhari muni a powerful sage he associated with fishes who were enjoying material pleasures so one such desire similar thing happened with ajamil ajamil uh, was a brahmana and i think most of you would have heard who are regular the story ajamil was a very nice brahmana has very dutiful wife and he was going to collect woods for fire sacrifice and in the jungle he saw he was he did not make a plan that i will go and witness such a thing he was going to collect woods for yagya a very divine thing but then when he was returning from the jungle then he saw shudra and shudrani means low character uh, man and woman they were embracing each other and enjoying and their eyes were rolling they were intoxicated and such a sight completely bewildered him he brought that prostitute to his house he told his wife to go away kanya kubje dwijay kashyap this happened in kanpur so all these places are mentioned kanya kubja was the name kanauj it is now known as by that name near kanpur so he also saw this and got bewildered sobhari muni also saw this and he got bewildered so that is why one such thought can immediately create devastation in a person's life so one should be very very careful not to associate with the materialist at all and not that uh, no i am not getting affected i have been going with my friends they drink but i do not drink i just sit there no continuously a materialist emanates material energy just like spiritual spiritualists emanate spiritual energy we are getting influenced and when there is threshold reached we also fall down so shila prabhupad explains ajamil saw just one case these things were very very uncommon only very less cultured people will embrace and have such public display of affection and not public display it was jungle in the jungle it was happening now in public it is happening so some devotees who came to mumbai they were shocked to see the culture here that how people are so shameless in the open they do everything and uh, prabhupad told then what to speak of western countries those sites which which was very rare jamil just once saw in his life he got bewildered these sites are very common in every street on uh, the west so he told but if a person prays sincerely to haridas thakur to chaitanya mahaprabhu he is very sincere in chanting of hari krishna mantra he can be saved from such things so why sobhari muni being an advanced yogi was not able to protect himself there is another reason given by shila vishnu chakravarti thakur he explained sobhari muni when he was meditating there in that place then garun dev he wanted to eat a fish and the fish took shelter of sobhari muni and sobhari muni uh, in ignorance showing some material compassion he gave the fish shelter and thus he impeded the activities of garun dev who is carrier of lord vishnu so if any fish is offering its body in the service of lord garuna that fish is going to get liberated lord garuna is a eternal associate carrier of lord vishnu pure devotee as powerful as lord vishnu but he impeded the activity of a vaishnava so this is called vaishnava prath so that is why king rahugan we saw in the previous shloka rahugan and jad bharat were discussing about uh, mind control we saw 
So King Rahugan tells, "I am not afraid of the thunderbolt of Indra. I am not afraid of any other denizens of heavenly planets or X, Y, Z. But I am afraid of Vaishnava Parad." So this Vaishnava Parad, offending the activities of impeding the activities of Vaishnava, or creating some kind of offense to a Vaishnava, is very, very dangerous. And all these material desires they get awakened in the heart. So we should be very, very careful not to commit Vaishnava offense. Vaishnava offense is called mad elephant offense, Hathi Mata. A mad elephant, if he enters the garden, you could have cultivated your garden very, very nicely. But if elephant enters, there is a big tree. It has grown very strong in uh, for twenty years of cultivation. It can immediately uproot. So you have practiced spiritual life for ten, twenty, thirty, forty years, and then if you commit Vaishnava prad, immediately the tree of spiritual life is uprooted. Person gets completely bewildered and lost. So that is why uh, the learned people, if anything which scares them the most is this Vaishnava prad, not to offend the Vaishnavas. It is very, very important. How can we offend the Vaishnavas? Either uh, <clears throat> Just like Duryodhana and party, they were good Shatriyas, but why they were killed? Because Krishna did not tolerate their Vaishnava prad. Physically, they tried to give poison and burn down and all other things to the Pandavas. So physically offending the Vaishnava, very serious. A person is completely finished. His family is finished in this thing, and not just us. Entire family, society, village suffers in Vaishnava prad if you commit to a powerful Vaishnava. All those who are connected to us, they also go to hell. They also suffer. So physically offending a Vaishnava, verbally offending a Vaishnava, speaking some words, unkind words to a Vaishnava, or even mental offense to a Vaishnava, and even it is told in the scriptures, not being happy upon the seeing upon seeing the Vaishnava is also Vaishnava offense. And as long as we commit offenses, we cannot advance. So whenever we see any Vaishnava around us, any devotee, we should become very, very glad and happy in the heart. So seeing a Vaishnava, if we are not happy, that is also an offense. So what to speak of speaking something or doing something which can agitate a Vaishnava? Then if you offend a Vaishnava, so we have seen uh, many good devotees; they were doing very, very nicely in spiritual life, but Vaishnava prada, and they are very good preachers, but forgotten. And gone away from spiritual life, forgot the basics of Krishna consciousness also, and some of them they die also. So it is very very dangerous. So Sabari Muni got attracted. Yes, we have to keep ourselves in the good association, but so it is just like uh, having good immunity. If immunity is good, then even though virus is there around us, it will not affect us. Even though it is within the body, it will not. Uh, get activated if immunity is strong. In a similar fashion, if uh, we are following the rules and regulations very very nicely, uh, we do our morning program nicely. We go out for preaching. We are engaged in sankirtana. Even though we are associating with materialist, we will not take their qualities, but we will put our qualities in them. But if there is some mistake in following the rules and regulations, or if we commit such offenses, take something which reduces our immunity. Then, as soon as we contact virus, we are finished. So we should protect ourselves from virus. Also, we should not have bad association. That is why we take this association of materialist very lightly. Please be very, very careful. We cannot association does not mean just 
turning the other way when you see a materialist because that way majority is materialist say hare krishna hello good morning good evening to them have uh, a cordial uh, relation with them but don't intimately mix with them what is intimate mixing guhya makhyati prichyati revealing your heart hearing their confidential things in this way person becomes intimate exchanging gifts dadati pratigrahanati giving something taking something bhungte bhojyate chaiva going in eating at their place and in this way exchange of food items so all these things are preeti lakshanam intimate association this should be avoided we can have good cordial high by relationship but this intimate association should be with the devotees there are sufficient devotees also by krishna's mercy if there are no devotees simply we chant morning and evening read bhagavad gita invite some people to read discuss with them and chant with them they will also become soon devotees it is a simple process to create devotees and then we should associate only with devotees have our social circle with them and uh, talk with them move with them so association with materialist is dangerous we should minimize as much as possible ha hanta hanta vishu bhakshano api asadhu it is a materialist association only which takes people many get interested in spiritual life but they are taken away from such association because of such association so thus vaishnava aparad was committed by sobhari muni he impeded the activity of vaishnava and thus all these material desires they came in the heart because of material desires he got carried away and his mind started suggesting oh how nice your life will be see these fishes are enjoying nicely you also can enjoy so that is why we should not depend upon the mind so abhani munitels because of these various gunas three modes of nature my mind developed other thoughts so mind gives us thoughts depending on the modes of nature sometimes mind will tell chant very nicely when you are satvik sometimes when you are tamasic mind will give material desires rajasic some other thing xyz so the position of mind depends upon the modes of nature so we should never depend upon the mind it is very very dangerous we should depend upon the scriptures the standard rules and regulations given by lord krishna even though we are feeling like doing it in satvaguna we are not feeling like doing it in rajaguna and tamaguna we should always try to follow those instructions whether we feel like following or not feel like following otherwise if we listen our mind sobhari munitels in next shloka then this will be example for future generations for others to learn how by association with uh, material enjoyment listening to one's own mind which follows the dictates of three modes of nature a person can lose spiritual life so that is a never listen spirit, uh, your mind listen always to spiritual master who repeats the instructions of lord krishna but nevertheless because sobhari muni was a yogi spiritual life cannot be completely stopped and although uh, it can it has to get halted for few years or few lifetimes so sobhari muni was fortunate in the very same lifetime after enjoying for many many years a long tenure of grahastashram finally he got disgusted and he went to jungle and the wives of sobhari muni also went along with sobhari muni because they were completely dependent to the jungle and then sobhari muni realizing his mistake again continued the process of yoga and at the time of death because material desires were not there he left his body and then he went to spiritual world and the wives of sobhari muni also by the dint of advancement of sobhari muni although they were not very powerful in performing yoga and spiritual advancement they also reached the same destination 
so those people who are weak uh so women are generally considered not very powerful for spiritual advancement so that is why they depend upon their husbands for spiritual advancement material desires are more material affection is very very more so it is very very difficult but somehow if this affection if these desires can be dovetailed towards a husband and that husband is very advanced spiritualist whatever is the destination of husbands wife will follow automatically simply by remaining faithful to the husband in a similar fashion shrilar prabhupad explains if somebody simply faithful towards spiritual master that person can be very weak and poor in spiritual life prabhupad mentions if somebody has very strong faith in the instructions of bhagavad gita even though a person is not able to follow the instructions he will achieve liberation so it is this faith which we have to attain if a person is sincere he will become jeevan mukta sauchyate jeevan mukta even while living in this body he will experience transcendental consciousness and he will be liberated but if he is not so powerful but he is very very faithfully discharging the instructions of spiritual master then he also will attain perfect destination so this is very important instruction that is why prabhupada tells chant 16 rounds and follow four regulative principles and no power in this world can stop you from going back to godhead so if you faithfully follow these instructions then the liberation is assured so that is why bhakti yoga is so powerful uh, we all are weak now in kali yoga stri shudra tatha vaishya site pisu papiyonaya stri vaishya shudra they are not very powerful for spiritual advancement and in kali yoga there are these classes only there are women and there are shudras kalau shudra sambhava everyone is shudra in kali yoga so that way all are less powerful nobody is qualified so only hope for us to advance in spiritual life is remain very very faithful to spiritual master and faithfully dis- uh, discharge simple instructions which he has given so just like the wives of so never think oh, i am not feeling spiritual advancement even though you you will feel if you follow with determination but somehow or the other simply it does not matter what we are feeling we are not feeling imperceptible spiritual advancement we are making simply by being faithful to spiritual master when prabhupad was telling oh you have to be 100% pure to go back to godhead then he told okay 90% 80 70% i will take you back then one disciple told prabhupad i think it is difficult for me even to have 70% purification so prabhupad told just hold my dhoti i will take you back to godhead means just remain faithful to me so this is the secret of spiritual advancement somehow or the other if a person can develop small faith and that faith can be developed by living in the association of people who are similarly faithful and if we discharge rules and regulations very systematically very very strictly we will come to sattva guna and this faith will come automatically by mercy of spiritual master and this faith is sufficient to deliver us so we should be careful take care of all these instructions don't commit vaishna aparad uh what to speak of physically verbally even mind try to be very happy seeing any vaishnava understand that krishna is very merciful that is why he is able to engage just like if we see anybody working for a big company so he has got the mercy of the manager or the recruiter so in a similar fashion nobody can engage in krishna's service without receiving mercy of krishna or pure devotee so we should be very careful krishna's mercy has fallen on this person let me not uh, <clears throat> developed any ill feelings towards that person so become very happy immediately remember krishna whenever we see a vaishnava so don't commit aparad don't associate thickly with the materialists and uh, try to be very faithful to spiritual master 
these are some very important learnings by which we can avoid fall down and make our spiritual life perfect so what is the answer of lord krishna when arjuna has put forth this question what will happen to yogi who does not complete his life lord krishna very beautifully explains we will see in the next class so for now <clears throat> we will end the class here and practice hari krishna mahamantra before we take up any questions so i request all of you uh, spines can be kept erect this is a very simple mantra hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare entire spiritual perfection protection from material contamination happens by offenseless attentive hearing of this mantra so we'll chant